That's what I'm saying. I have to look. I have to take a little break too. It'd be too much. It's the drama. It's it really feels like you're virtually walking around poking East St. Louis. High school. It's so high school. <laughs> it is definitely highschool.com. Why? Who brought us back over here? That's an instructor. Don't bring that with 30 and up is for Facebook. Oh, wait, not 30? <laughs> Yikes. All right, so for those of you who are just tuning in with this, I do have Deja on the podcast. I mean, this is just about as live as live gets these days because of COVID. So I guess I could say live, but not really. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started, and Deja, if you want to introduce yourself, that would be great. Hey, my name is Deja. My artist name is uh, Milia. So, yeah, I do, you know, poetry, spoken word, rap, a little bit of singing, you know. Yes, for the rap and the spoken word. Um, How did you, I want to ask this, because I didn't even think about uh, asking this. So, how did your your artist name come about? Girl, my middle name. So, my middle name is Amelia. And wow, I, I'm sure like I want something that's like me. I don't want it to be like just random. Yeah, calling myself by like a random name. So I was like, that's the perfect. That's the perfect balance of it. Just take the e off. That's crazy because that's my mama name. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, my mama grew up on uh, Amelia Street. Really? Is that where she got your middle name from? But no, that's my dad's Mexican mom's name. Wow. Yeah, Everything's so connected. Like, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to start by saying, like, I mess with the song. Um, Dang, what's the name of it? No Pressure. I love it. That's your favorite one? That's, that's my jam. Like, when I tell you I listen to that, like, the radio play, Lil Baby or something, like, I be listening. <laughs> I be jamming. You know what's so crazy? I was about to, that was the last song I did, and I was about to not record that song. I had did the three rapping ones, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just do the singing one next time. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, what's the, uh, engineer producer or whatever he was like you said you had another one right and i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try it but i was like if i gotta do auto tune or something like that then i don't want to do it mm-hmm. so i was like we can just try one and i had did it one time and he was like oh i think we i think we got it that was, I was literally about to like leave i was like yeah i'm not gonna do the same one today that was a bop i'm sorry like I play that song, and, like, the reason I know it was about because I'm playing it, and, like, somebody in the house walked by, they're like, who is that? I'm like, yeah, I'm about to put you on. Like, this, yes. Like, yes. So, when did you, when did you actually start singing, or, like, when did you figure out, like, oh, I could sing, or I could, I could make music? I think it was when we had moved into our new house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I guess I was just like, I don't know. I guess look, moving on up the east side. I guess too, girl. And I would just be in my room. I would lock myself in my room, and I would just 
sing and dance the whole time. And I was never like a, a talkative kid. So mm-hmm. the way that I would like express my feelings was like, I, I was the one who had like poetry journals and stuff Same. like that because I ain't really talk like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It was kind of easy to, I don't know. It was just kind of easy to make stuff flow. Mm-hmm. Then my brother, we would be at home with each other a lot and he would force me to make raps and stuff. And he'll make me listen to like Nicki Minaj and stuff. So listening to Itty Bitty Tiki, I was like, yeah, I want to do this. And I just wanted to see if I could do it. I wish I still had the paper. I don't know where it's at though. It was a yellow freaking paper. That's what's up. So what so what event like inspired the song No Pressure? Because that song, like the lyrics are a vibe, it's a mood, it's all of that. So like what inspired the that song? And I'm picking on that song because it's my favorite, sorry. <laughs> I won't get too into, you know, specifics, mm-hmm. but you know, like in, in situations where it's like it's at the end and like y'all y'all haven't made it official like it's the end, but it's like y'all just feel like the tension is off, like yeah. it's just weird, like I don't know, like y'all both know in your heads that it's like it's a done deal, yeah. But it, it's like an uh, annoying feeling when you know that you tried everything that you could mm-hmm. to make it work. And it's like you're pushing all of it, but the other person isn't reciprocating. So it's like, okay, that's cool that you want to do that, but just make sure, you know. It ain't no pressure. It ain't no pressure. You got to live your life how you feel like your life is supposed to be lived. Thanks. Because that's. You know, that's the point. And I'm not trying to force no romance to stay in the word he don't want to be either. What is your take on that? So, like, when you're in a relationship or when you're coming to the end of the relationship, like, when you let a guy, like, do him or, you know, it ain't no pressure, like, does it does it work? Oh, well, let's talk about that, too. And you're saying while in the relationship? Like, I know you said the the inspiration came from you know, uh, the relationship being at its within, basically. So, like, when you say no pressure, what does that really mean? It's no pressure to be in a relationship. Is it no pressure? Like, you do what you got to do. I'm going to move how I move. Or if you move in a certain way, I'm going to move like you moving. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, I don't know. It's like a... It's weird because how, like, how the song goes, mm-hmm. it's like, I am sad about it. Of course, like, I'm, I'm yeah. sad that, of course, after you put so much time and energy and just all of that stuff and, you know, so, of course, you want it to work. But also, I have too much, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it pride, but it's like, I just know what I'm worth. So, sometimes you got to really sit and ask people, like, you know. Um, like if they're if you're giving them their love language and they're not doing the same thing with you, you really have to sit and be able to ask them like, is it okay 
that I'm able to give you your love language, but you're not able to do the same for me. Ooh, and yeah. if they can honestly answer and be like, yeah, I, I can't because either I don't know how or whatever, mm-hmm. it's cool because I'm not trying to change you if you're not ready to, you know, stick reciprocate, that part of my right? Bar, but I'm also not obligated to stay deal with it. If I feel like I deserve more, you know? Facts. So, I don't know, maybe, you know, no false feelings, but. <laughs> so I got to move around. So I just want to preface this question with the fact that we did grow up together and we played basketball together. So if I post some pictures, ooh, don't do that. I still got video of, like, Chandler uh, birthday <laughs> party, all of it. Please keep those wherever they are. I don't want no part because yikes. We we were literally like we were literally like two feet in the pod. For sure, like, and it's so crazy because, like, for one, I just want to like really, really tell you publicly how much I appreciate you reaching out during a time where I was going through like so much at once. And I was just like, it's crazy that you, like, out of all people, hit me up and was like, yo, you good? Like, I just, it, it was really emotional for me. How, you know, that's how, um, especially with um, the coaches that we had, we didn't grow up as, like, quote-unquote teammates. Like, we were, like, sisters by default. Like, we were like, like, together like, all the time. Like, I loved it though. It, it meant like to this day, whenever I see any of y'all, it's always love. Like it's just that. Um. So, this question: What celebrity would you put pressure behind, and why? Like, yeah, you ain't going nowhere. Like, let's just I don't know. Let's just say they cold. Cause if I don't know them personally, mm-hmm. I mean, cause just just because you handsome or something, don't mean yep. there's automatically pressure behind you. Exactly. Like, your personality trash. Exactly. So I I I take J Cole by default since he a storyteller and it seemed like we kind of know him through his music. For sure. It's crazy because like you like we are literally like sisters because. You answer, yeah, like we answer, like I would answer these questions the same way you come in. Like, I love J. Cole, I love his music. Like, I'm so mad that he married with kids. Yikes! Um, I know it's tragic. It's like, oh, you really made up. Like, I guess it's not tragic because, like, it's cute, but dang, I don't know. So, what's your favorite song? Because you were like, that's your favorite song. I wasn't even going to make that song. I don't know. It's something about fantasy that I like. Mm-hmm. I guess because it was the first, like, the first full song that I had finished after I had completely stopped writing, like, poetry and journaling or anything. Right. Because when I had got pregnant, I was not doing it, like, mm-hmm. at all. So, I, I think that. it was, like, like, when he was, like, seven months, I was like, okay, I'm going to start, mm-hmm. you know, 
seeing if I still can. And mm-hmm. it was easy since it was like all stuff that was like fantasy stuff. None of that stuff like really happened mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was just fun to like, okay, fun. get back in the groove. Yeah. If I was able to choose how it would be, you know, and it ain't all healthy, but I'm still growing. Yeah, thanks. So with that being said, like, what does your writing process look like? Because I know, like I said, we like twin flames. Like I, I journal, I, I write poetry. I do all of the same things. So when you're specifically like, okay, I'm going to write a song, what does that look like? Yeah. And I always make sure that, like, I only write when I feel like, like I need to, so I don't ever like sit and force myself. I have tried that, but mm-hmm. that doesn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like before, I'll just, um, you know, put my son to sleep. I like to have the whole house clean, mm-hmm. so I'm not, so my anxiety and stuff ain't yeah. about that pile of clothes up in the corner. Right. Like <laughs> um, and then I'll just let myself sit in quiet, and then I'll just find something that that just sounds right mm-hmm. at the moment and see if I can, you know, find like a catchy topic or something like that. And then after that, I don't know, like the process is like probably no more than 25 minutes, but sometimes I like just write like a, a hook or something, then come back to it like in a few days or something yeah. like that. I don't ever force it. I don't ever like to force it because then it's not, you know. And it's genuine or easy to right. So what is it like for you, like getting in the studio? Like, what do the vibes have to be? Like, how do you work with your engineer? And you know, as far as making music, do you do a little bit, take some more takes, or is it a one day, two day, week process? What's that look like? Um, I don't like anybody in the room except for me and the. Um, the engineer mm-hmm. um and they have like soundproof doors and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um yeah i'll sit down and i'll hear the, in- the uh, instrumental so i like let it go mm-hmm. and then we'll do the first one the uh, first take and then after that one i'll be like okay i'm ready to to do the actual one mm-hmm. so with all the songs except for first take, I did uh, like a little test run and then one and then it was done. But first take, I did that in one because I literally went in there like, I'm doing this in one take and I don't care what. <laughs> Whatever it sounds like. I don't care if I'm out of breath or going one part. I wanted to, it's called first take, so I need to do it in one take. In so one take. I'm hurting. Just make sure I get it right the first time. That's what's up. So, like, what audience, like, what audience were you planning to reach with your music? And once you did, like, put it on social media and stuff like that, like, how did you feel about your feedback? Um, as far as, like, genre, uh, like, audience, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know about age. I don't really want to, uh, I guess I want to put myself in a box. In a box, yeah. But, like a genre probably like you know r&b uh hip-hop spoken word um you know whatever that is all together i guess i don't know yeah whatever that word is 
And so then you dropped it on social media. I don't know. I think they, you know, like, they classify stuff weird these days. Like, they say Drake is, like, pop, so who knows? But what is, uh, like, Gibby on and stuff like this? I call that Neo, so. That, to me, that's Neo, so. Yeah, because it's not R&B. It's not R&B at all. Yeah. So it's Frank Ocean? That... <laughs> <laughs> Frank Ocean give me R&B vibes, though. Really? Yes. He he definitely gives me like R and B vibes. Like he do not be girl, he do not be in love like that. That man be talking about Novocaine and crack rocks and stuff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That is not R. <laughs> like ain't no love of loss in it. Oh we. I don't know. I feel like they still have some. I don't know, like kind of like a Venn diagram with with um with music, like you know, some things, some songs fit in the same categories, and then sometimes it's like a mix. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, once you posted it on social media, like I was seeing all the people, like yes, like so, how that make you feel? Um, I like honestly, I just like question that the people want to know is when we get some more music because like what like you can't just drop some songs and then go ghost on us so i'm trying to get back i um, I, I know it's going to be before the end of the year okay uh i have like i have two or three songs right now but i really like one of them so and I and I'm when I go to the studio, I'm like in and out. Like it's a four hour session, but since I do my take so quick, I finish in like an hour and a half. So I want to try to write as many songs as I can. So you can have, use you know, that time. time to you know put out here and there. Yeah, I like six. I like five or six. So I'm almost there. That's good. That's good stuff. So I'm excited. <laughs> Did you have any last comments or? Anything you wanted to say to the people before we ended our podcast? I enjoyed this. I always enjoy your energy. I'm going to have to text you after this to tell you uh, the real meaning behind my session. I got you. We're going to go into a little Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. We can do that. I'm always there for that. Thank you for having me. Thank you for always supporting me. Of course, love is love. So definitely text me after this. We are going to go ahead and sign out, guys. If you are watching, you can listen to this podcast on Apple um, Music. You can listen to it on Anchor, anchor.fm slash Damika. And, of course, you got to listen to Daisy's music. So um, 
find her on Facebook, find her on SoundCloud. What's your SoundCloud? Uh, say it's Nelia, comma, right. Period. That's it. <laughs> we out of here. Yeah, I thought I was gone, but really I'm back. Follow me on Instagram, of course, at 33spiritual underscore gangster with one more underscore on TikTok. Yes, I'm on TikTok. Yes, I'm making the videos. Whoa, I am at underscore spiritual gangster and on Twitter at gangstaspirit33. Y'all make sure you leave a review. Make sure you leave a rating. And that is the end.